0: shower, and we only deal with the real, it feels so surreal, having a show featuring ordinary people, doing extraordinary things, within the community, like raising funds for charity, fighting for diversity, inclusion, dispelling myths and illusions, raising health for awareness, tremendous conscious athletes, marathoners, and triathletes, making a difference, combat ignorance, mm. behind the wheel, you know the deal, behind the wheel. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Baby Ox Baby O D Rock D Living Stove. And today we have an exclusive behind the wheel. This gentleman needs no introduction to behind the wheel. He's a friend of the show. Give it up to Mr. Anthony Reed. How you doing today, uh, sir?
1: I am doing great. I'm sitting up here listening to the ocean.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I thought we said we weren't going to talk about the ocean. It's it's almost, it's all, we almost have spring-like weather here in New England. Uh, earlier this week, I think I, I stuck my head out the window and there was a little, a little flurries coming down. But um, we're, we're pretty set right now. So I I'm, I was excited I had gotten a, a message from you earlier in the week. Well, I guess it was, actually it must, have been a, it must have been a couple of weeks ago, right? A week or two yes. ago? Yes, it, it was
1: last week
0: last week. And in it, you, you just you said you, you had an exclusive announcement that you wanted to uh, to share. And so I was, uh, you know, chomping at the bit, waiting to uh, to hear. And, I, and I'm glad we were able to, well, uh, this is take two. So uh, yeah, have at it.
1: <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, the NBMA just signed a partnership agreement with Ashworth Awards. Uh, They're the ones that uh, produce the finisher medals for a lot of the races around the U.S., including the Boston Marathon. Ah. And um, in announcing that partnership, we also will be announcing a new series of uh, commemorative collectible uh, medals which oh, okay. will honor the individuals that we have inducted into the National Black Distance Running Hall of Fame. Uh, so we couldn't think of uh, a better way of honoring them than with their own individual medals. Okay, so who are the people that are, that are being honored? Well, the, the first medal, is going to honor Marilyn Bevins. Uh, in fact, we'll be honoring her in her hometown of Baltimore, Maryland, okay. at this year's NBMA summit, which, of course, be in Baltimore on October the 20th okay so, so now
0: for those, um, are those folks in our audience who may not be familiar with marilyn why don't you bring them up to speed so they can
1: uh, be informed yes marilyn bevan is an african-american woman born and raised in baltimore mm-hmm. uh we believe she was the first african-american woman to run a marathon uh we know she's the first one to have won marathon mm-hmm. she won the maryland marathon a couple of times mm-hmm. uh, she also placed second and third in the chicago marathon And she placed second in the Boston Marathon in 1977, and that year was ranked as the top 10 fastest women marathoners in the world. Mm. So we will be honoring her with the first in a series of medals. So um, when a person registers for for the Baltimore Marathon, uh, they would register and put in a promo code NBMA18. And when they do that, they would be eligible to receive one of these special medals. Okay. And uh, this is a limited edition, so only the first 250 people who registered with that code will receive the medal. So if a person is thinking about waiting until the last minute to register and using the code, they're going to be out of luck.
0: mm will there be a consolation prize for them like they're gonna get like uh, (laughs) I know we have talked about a postage stamp but uh (laughs) Uh,
1: yes one of the uh, one of the things that we'll be doing is we will be having a big meet-and-greet on Friday night before the before the Baltimore running festival Mm -hmm. in which uh, it will be an opportunity for people to meet Marilyn as well as the mayor of Baltimore uh, mayor Pugh is also going to be there she's an african-american woman Uh, She also was one of the individuals who helped start at the Baltimore Marathon, and she was an avid distance runner back in the day. Okay. Uh, The beauty thing about the Baltimore Running Festival is that there's a race for everyone. There's a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, a marathon, as well as a marathon relay, and they have a lot of events for kids so that there's something for everyone. And when is this? Uh, This is the weekend of October 20th. So, uh, you know, we we realize that there are a lot of races that people are trying to decide between participating in in October. Mm -hmm. But this is the only only one that's going to be honoring an African-American history-making distance runner. And we would love to see, you know, a thousand runners out there uh, honoring her and her accomplishments. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yes, this is gonna be a very exciting moment.
0: And what was her response like when, when um uh, when you when you informed her that, that, that she was going to be honored in this way?
1: She was surprised. Uh, but you know th- this this is a woman who essentially went virtually unnoticed mm-hmm. and unrecognized in the running world until we inducted her into our Hall of Fame in two thousand thirteen.
0: Okay. And how did uh, you discover her?
1: It's kind of funny, I received an email from a writer from Runner's World who was mm-hmm. looking at writing a book about uh, the most influential women in distance running. And this was uh, Runner's, their senior editor, uh, Ambie Burford. So he sent me an email and says, hey, you know, I figure she must be a member of your organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you mind getting me her, her contact information? So I looked and she wasn't in her database. I did an internet search on her and found this lady placed second in, in, in Boston. And okay. I was asking myself, why is Amby asking me about this woman? Because we are primarily a black organization mm-hmm. and this woman placed second in Baltimore. And uh, it took me a while to finally find a picture of her and I was just totally and completely stunned. Mm. Uh, I'd been a runner for over 30 years. And I had never heard of Marilyn Bevins and never knew she was an African-American woman. And I realized if I had not heard of her, there were a lot of African-American distance runners who had never heard of this woman and her accomplishments. And in fact, as a result of learning about her, as well as about Ted Corbett, we decided to start the National Black Distance Running Organization to bring attention to these often forgotten historical distance runners.
0: So she, she had no idea um, that she was going to be honored, I guess. And so you, you pick up the phone and she's like, who's this?
1: <laughs> that's, exa- <laughs> that's exactly how it happened. I mean, I, I had to do a lot of leg work uh, mm-hmm. to try to find her phone number. I was fortunate to find out where she works. So she is still a high school track and cross country coach in Baltimore. Get out of here. Wow. Yeah, so I ended up leaving several phone messages for her. Uh, I contacted school and got her email and uh, got her email address and sent her an email. And finally, we were able to talk. And she was just totally floored and stunned. You know, she has put me in contact with other distance runners from back in the day. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's been a great, really, really good relationship. And I ended up writing an article about her that appeared in Runner's World as being one of the... uh, history making pioneers in distance running
0: wow so when was that um when was that article published so our, our, our listeners can go back and and, and 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 check it out
1: that was in the i believe the january 2013 edition of runner's world okay i'm sorry either 2013 or 2014 edition
0: okay so we could just do a search for anthony reed and Runners, bro, and it should pop up. Google is your friend.
1: Yeah, so just again, just do a Google search on her name, mm-hmm. and uh, again, that's Marilyn Bevins, and it will take you to our website where we have uh, a page dedicated to her and her accomplishments.
0: Okay, so I'll be sure to direct our listeners to to your page as well. And so, who is who else is getting um recognized
1: well in 2019 we're going to be recognizing two other distance runners who have uh, really good ties to the boston marathon uh the f- one is going to be ted corbett mm-hmm. uh ted corbett was uh the first african american to run the olympic marathon that was in 1952. uh he was also the first african american to win the national marathon championship in 54. And his his relationship to Boston is just phenomenal. Uh, he has run he had run Boston twenty two times, mm. and uh, there was 22? only an eighteen second twenty two. Wow. And there's only an eighteen second difference between his first Boston Marathon race in 1951, where mm-hmm. he ran that in two hours forty eight minutes and fifty eight seconds, and his final one in 1974, where he ran it in. so you're looking at only slowing down about a second a year over 22 years and that's just mind-blowing
0: yeah that's that's (laughs) i think i'm dropping minutes (laughs) each year (laughs) and he's just dropping seconds oh my god so his son will be accepting the award in his honor i take it
1: uh, his son, Gary Corbett, Gary. in fact, mm-hmm. is, yes, his son Gary is the, is our official historian. So, you know, when you go out and you look at the individuals that have been inducted into our Hall of Fame, Gary is, has been very, very instrumental in mm-hmm. bringing those individuals to our attention. Now, the other interesting thing about Ted Corbett is a lot of people don't realize that back in the day, there were, there was team competition there mm-hmm. at the Boston Marathon and Ted Corbett was on two of the winning Boston Marathon uh, teams, where they okay. had uh, three runners participating, and of course they added up the the times for those three runners. So he ended up being on winning teams in 1955 and 1957. And uh, the reason we'll be honoring him next year is it would have been the 100th anniversary of his birth.
0: Okay. Mm. Uh,
1: the the other runner that we'll be honoring with the with the medal is meb kafleski so we're looking at yeah so we're looking at honoring a runner from the past and uh, a modern day marathoner Mm -hmm. so um it will be the 10th and 5th anniversaries of meb winning the new york city marathon and the boston marathon respectively so we won new york city in 2009 in mm-hmm. boston in 2004 mm. and so meb was inducted into the national black distance running hall of fame back in 2015 okay
0: so now this these medals they they come together to, there's something they're about three inches high you say um just describe them for our audience i don't I know you have a, a caption there for us
1: oh the, these medals are so, something like i have never seen i mean i've I've run in 131 marathons. I've mm-hmm. never in my life seen medals that are like these. Board member uh, Alexandria Williams and I were at the Running USA Festival, and we had been thinking about, you know, another way of honoring these, these distance runners. Mm-hmm. And we were standing in the Ashworth Awards booth, and we looked up and we saw where they had these three medals that were attached together to make a wall. Okay. And we immediately thought of a wall of fame Mm. of African-American distance runners. So these medals are about three inches tall. They have a base so that they are self-standing and they literally connect together. So you can build a wall of famous African-American distance runners that will look really good, you Mm. know, on a mantle, over a fireplace, on your desk, on a shelf. On a table. I mean, these things are collector items. Gotcha. And we're only going to do about 150 of each of these medals. So, you know, if a person is kind of sitting on a fence thinking, well, I don't know if I want to run, you know, if I want to register now or register later. If they register later, we may be out of those medals. So it's better to go ahead and register now. And again, uh, especially from Maryland, we would love to see you know a thousand distance runners out there uh, finally recognizing her for her accomplishments. Okay. So th- this th- this is going to be fun. All right.
0: Is she is she going to be in Boston um this weekend?
1: Uh no, she's not going to be in Boston this weekend. Uh, she's okay. in track season right now. Gotcha. <laughs> So, but oh. yeah, so again, she will definitely be there, uh, in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So we will be honoring her, you know, the day before the, the, the day before the marathon and all the, all the other races. So it'll be an opportunity for people to meet a living legend. Mm. All right. So it, it's going to be exciting. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> you sound excited. So you're going to be, you're, you're on your way now to, uh, to, to, to be in town, huh?
1: Yes, yes, we're going to be unveiling the, the, the medals there uh, in Beantown, as well as again announcing our partnership with, with Ashworth. Uh, in talking with Ashworth, one of the things that we, that I pointed out is that more and more African-Americans have, been be, have become certified running coaches, mm-hmm. since this is something we have been talking with our members about for years. And as a result of becoming certified running coaches, a lot of them have also taken that next step to becoming race organizers. Okay. And, uh, you know, we believe in supporting the people that support us. And I'm really hoping that you know these race organizers, when they look for someone to um, to produce their finisher medals, they Mm -hmm. will go to Ashworth Awards.
0: That would be um that would be incredible, man. So are you are you running uh this weekend?
1: I mean Monday. Oh no, no, I'm I'm a little bit too heavy and too slow to run Boston. Uh, unfortunately, I have the body of a sprinter and the mentality of a distance runner, which means that I am endurance-challenged. Oh,
0: okay. I <laughs> <laughs> think
1: it's the first time I've heard that, but, um, alright. Yeah, one of my major problems, when, when I set my marathon PR, I weighed about 200 pounds, I had 10% body fat, and I was a 336 marathon and the mm. only way i was going to get faster was to lose muscle gotcha so like i said i'm literally built more like a running back in football than i am a distance runner but i, I love being outside and enjoying the sport
0: now we you have yes. we have a couple of members from um uh, national black marathoners association that are going to be uh running boston right
1: yes uh every year we've for the past several years we've had a meet and greet at boston Mm -hmm. And last year, uh, I talked with the folks from the Boston Athletic Association about the impact of African-American distance runners and the growth of African-American distance runners in this country. And after talking with them, they granted us two charity entries into this year's Boston Marathon. So these two individuals had to raise $5,000 apiece, which is going into our charity fund so the two individuals are alexandria williams and mm-hmm. brenda stallings all right so we are very very grateful for this uh when we initially started a scholarship run we only gave scholarships for the first uh for our freshman year mm-hmm. but as a result of the growth of our organization and the generous donations that we've received we have awarded now scholarships for all four years And this year, the first four-year recipient will be graduating from Hampton University. And who is that individual? Uh, That is, I knew you were going to ask that, and uh, (laughs) Kyla Keys. Gotcha. So she is a a Delta, she is a heptathlete, and uh, she's a fantastic student all right so we are very very happy to see her graduating
0: it would be nice to have her on the uh on the show i think that's a that, that's it's incredible to see it kind of where are they now you know you, you've seen something kind of continue to grow over the years and, and and the work that you guys the organization does for uh not not just metal monday but outside of the uh, the community and providing scholarships and training and information it, it's uh Definite resource
1: man. Yes, and another way that we're able to raise money for the scholarship is through Global Running Day. So this year that is June the sixth, and that is when runners are encouraged to go out and run. Sorry, as well as support their favorite charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the things that we do is we encourage our members to uh, make a forty dollar donation to us. And when they make that forty dollar donation they will receive an NBMA scholarship medal associated with Global Running Day. So again, the way we look at it is if we don't support ourselves, who will?
0: Right, right. Now now they're supposed to be going to be doing a presentation, Diversity and Distance Running?
1: Uh, Yes, I just did a uh, presentation about that at the uh, Running the Road Runners Club of America conference in Washington, D.C., where, yes, we made a presentation about diversity and distance running. And one of the little tidbits of information that I dropped on them is that uh, race organizers lose between three billion and six billion dollars a year in entry fees because of the lack of diversity in people participating in races. You said lose? Yes. Mm. That, that is an opportunity. That's an opportunity loss of between three and six billion—not million, but billion. Dollars a year in lost entry fees, because of the percentage of African Americans participating in races is not representative of the of the African Americans in the U.S. population.
0: So what was so their was a, what was what was their response when you um on their faces when you said when you when you gave that figure?
1: They were shocked. Yeah, I'm shocked. But no, but 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 very few people had actually quantified what that loss is, mm-hmm. and it is eye opening. And one of the things that I talked about was investing in the African American community. That's the only way that they are going to get the number of runners, the percentage of runners to increase, is by making that financial investment into um, into black running organizations. So yeah, that.
0: Were they open that, to the they, idea or? or oh, receptive? yes. They, or, they definitely
1: okay. were. Yes. Yes. And that, that's one of the reasons why uh, Ashworth uh, wanted to partner with us uh, because they recognize that there is an opportunity there. And, uh, you know, they, they are helping us again, you know, uh, with these medals and uh, working with our organization. So yeah, so we're we're looking at other partners coming on board over the next few weeks. So we'll so. we'll be
0: looking forward to hopefully getting a another exclusive is that a hint? That, that sounded that's <laughs> subtle subtle hint. <laughs> uh, okay. Tony, you've got so your hands full, man. You you you're gonna be riding Solo, you coming from, uh, how long is that, how long is that ride, man, that drive?
1: It's, uh, it's about a 600-mile drive from, uh, Virginia Beach up to Boston. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, the way I look at it is I get to pass through a lot of different states along the way. If it was back in Dallas, I could drive from 600 miles from Dallas to El Paso and still be in the same state.
0: Yeah, that, yeah. at least you get to see some 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 switch some variety, I guess, along the way. Yes. Now, are you, are you one of those drivers like to make good time? So you know you you structured want to stay on on task. You're not going to do any pit stops. You just 600. You just go all the way through. Uh, or or are you just going to uh, take it easy.
1: I'm going to try to get get up there as quickly as I can. But the route <laughs> takes me through Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. and New York City, and I know that traffic is going to kind of be a crawl going through those two places so uh yeah i'm definitely gonna try to go through them when it's not rush hour all yes. right well
0: safe travels and, and it's always a pleasure tony thank you so much for sharing with, with our audience and um look forward to having a uh, on you
1: having you on the air again okay thanks for having me and you have a have a good day and a good run